I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hey, and welcome to episode 49 of Australian Jams. I'm Gemma Bastiani, like always. And today I have another friend that I met through Twitter. Yeah. Yeah. I reckon. Maybe. You've, yeah, been, praising, yes. you've been praising Australian Jams and I took it very kindly. Um, I have Wolf J here. How are you doing? Hello. Hey, hi. Thank I'm you good. for coming. Thanks for having me. This is lovely. This is great. Um, for those who don't know who you are, can you tell them who you are and what you do? Yes, uh, so I'm a uh, like songwriter and producer. Um, I make a lot of music on my own, and then I play it live with a drummer. So, yeah, it's a lot of fun. Awesome, and you've recently released a single together, which we've been pumping on Play On Radio. Yeah, yeah, so that came out about a month ago, and then uh, the other couple tracks on like the together EP came out like a couple weeks ago or something. So, Amazing. Yeah. And you just come back from big sound. Yes. Yes. Where you played. Yeah. I showcased the, um, my first time at big sound, like first time playing at big sound, um, played a couple sets there, which was a lot of fun. Yeah. Yeah. Was it intense? Oddly? No. Like I think, I think because like I knew what I wanted to get out of it, I kind of just like zoned out a lot of the excess noise and stuff so totally yeah it was it was surprisingly manageable that's awesome <laughs> I'm so glad to hear that because I think some people come back just so frazzled they're like I don't know how to follow up on any of this but you seem pretty chill yeah yeah I think uh I um typically just like over prepare and over research for everything so then when like really big huge cool things happen I'm just like who cares? Like, I'm, <laughs> I'm already like months ahead of this. I just needed to get this over and done with. So, yeah. Amazing. Yeah, it was pretty, it was, yeah, it was cool. It was a lot of fun. Fuck yeah. So you've also prepared by bringing three songs in today. Yes. So you are going to kick us off for Australian Jams today. What would you like to start with? Uh, so start with uh, my favorite song at the moment, which is Forget to Forget Me by Sharae, who is a South Australian artist who recently put out an EP with Rogue, who are like based here in Melbourne. Cool. Um, yeah, and it's just amazing. I used to walk past her when she was like busking in Rundle Mall, like the main mall in Adelaide. I used to walk past her like 
every couple of days and she was always incredible. And then, yeah, I saw her like pop up on my Spotify one day and I didn't even realize she did original music and it's incredible. Yeah. Like it's like, uh, Billie Eilish levels of like polish with like amazing, like singer songwriter, like lyricism and songwriting. And yeah, I'm, I love it a lot. Yeah. I'd never heard of Sharae before and you're from Adelaide. So let's just, Mention that. That's Disclaimer. why you used to walk past her performing all the time. Yeah, I didn't just like visit a lot. <laughs> visit Rondo Mall every couple of days. Love those malls, balls. <laughs> Love those pigs. I don't know what you're talking that's about. That's a local, that's a like, that's a Adelaide deep cut. Oh, okay. Rondo Mall deep cut. The only time I've been to Adelaide was for spin off festival. It's a good reason to go. When Passion Pit played. So, what, 2012? Maybe. Yeah. Way back then. I mean, that sounds era appropriate for Passion Pit. Yep. Which was yep. great. Had a great time. Um, then went to the zoo, saw the pandas. Yep. And I've then, never been to the zoo, I don't think. It was pretty good. It was raining a lot, but oh, the yeah. pandas were there. Cool. And then... Wang Wang. Yeah. Foonie. Yeah. We love it. <laughs> <laughs> and then back at our hotel, while we were waiting to get to the airport or something... Some guy started telling us about how some person had killed his whole family inside that hotel. We're like, I mean, it sounds great, sounds legit. This is great. <laughs> I'm not glad we're leaving. It. Yeah. yeah, so that's I think because there's just not enough places everywhere has had a murder. <laughs> <laughs> In Melbourne, there's the same amount of murders. It's just a lot more places. Well, so I, they're more spread out. Adelaide, they're all they're, they're, they're concentrated. They're concentrated. <laughs> we have to do all our killing in one place. <laughs> I'm so glad we got on this. <laughs> I mean, you bring up Adelaide. I, mean. I did, yeah, I did bring up the murder part of it. Um, Sharae, uh, yes. I think this song is incredibly cool, and I'm so glad you sent this because I had never heard of her before. Um, yeah. I think the juxtaposition between the electronic and acoustic sounds is super interesting. Yeah. And now that you say she was busking a lot, it probably makes sense a little bit more. Yeah. She's like the uh, lawful good version of Tones and I's chaotic evil. <laughs> There's a mental picture for everyone. They're She's lovely. It up I'm a now. fan. Yeah. yeah. In short. Um, her vocal is really beautiful. But I think the thing that is really interesting is the restraint in the way she uses the instrumental. Yeah. So there are so many moments where it, if there was one more part added, it would have gone over the top and yeah, ruined it. Yeah, overwhelm kind yeah. of thing. Yeah. But there's so much restraint and it just treads that line beautifully. Yeah. Oh, it's amazing. Yeah. Thank you so much for bringing it to me. <laughs> That's my pleasure. It's, uh, yeah, I think um, having, like, seen her busking where, like, the whole focus is on her voice. Yeah. Uh, and then, like, seeing her work with, like, producers at Rogue, I was, yeah, was really intrigued to see how it would come out because a lot of, like, pro- a lot of like producer driven projects will often lean towards the production, but this is like incredibly like complimentary to her vocals and to her like storytelling style. And um, yeah, it feels like they, they, it really like honors kind of her roots and her approach to songwriting, which is uh, odd. Like it doesn't, it doesn't happen a lot and it doesn't, it almost never happens this well. So yeah, totally. Yeah. Should we listen to it? Sure. Yeah. So this one is called Forget to Forget Me. It's by Sharae. Need to get this off my chest. You're leaving. 
That one was called Forget to Forget Me. It was by Shah Ray, who's a South Australian artist. Uh, we just spoke a little bit about murder, which is going to be my segue here. God damn. Because I have unwittingly chosen Artie Ziff's new single, Fall Into You, featuring Noah Harris from Fangirl, which uh, Play on Radio premiered the day before it came out, obviously. That's when a premiere happens. Um, but now that we've talked about murder... The lyrics in this song, so Noah wrote the top line for this song and I spoke to Mitch about it. Um, it's about Jeffrey Dahmer, 
Oh, right. The wow, lyrics huge. in this song. So it makes sense that we segue into that. I'm glad that came That's up. Well planned. Yeah. Congrats. I congrats definitely on planned that one. ahead there. That's um, good. But if you listen to, knowing that when you listen to the lyrics, it, it's like, oh, okay. Yes, uh, this makes sense. How, how do you feel about kind of like uh, murderers being the subject for like culture now and media? I think some people handle it well and some people do not. Yeah. The way they deliver it. Yep. I think that's a valid. Yes. That, I mean, everything you say is valid. I mean, I can't <laughs> invalidate it by saying it's invalid, but I think that's a measured response. That is the main thing that I'm good at, <laughs> delivering measured responses. Very diplomatic. Um, but this song is very, it, it's a real jam and it gets stuck in your head. Like right now it's in my head because it's just kind of got that movement to it that's really fun to listen to. Yep. But there, and, and Noah's voice is so perfect for it. And, and Mitch said that when he was writing it, the oh, creating it, because it's kind of a lot of samples put together, the only person he could hear on it was Noah. Yep. So it was so perfect the way they were able to work together on it. Yeah. Um, but knowing what the topic of the vocal is, um, it's, it's an interesting re-listen once you find that out. Yeah. Really uh, gets its hooks into you. <laughs> Didn't he boil... Boil his was that Dharma? Yeah, but you'd there'd probably be some hooks involved in like <laughs> like the lifting and stuff. The chopping of the heads. Yeah. That was him, right? He boiled the heads in, in pots and ate it. Yeah, it sounds about right. I'm so glad we're talking about this right now. We've definitely educated on this matter. <laughs> it's not a sensitive topic at all. <laughs> um I think Mitch's ear for samples and kind of layering them on top of each other is he's got the best year I've heard in a really long time. Obviously, he looks up to people like the Avalanches and stuff like that, but yep. I think he's got this really kind of fresh take on stuff at the moment that um, should he be able to get more samples cleared, <laughs> he will start to be much more prolific, I think. Um, yep. So that's obviously a hurdle when you create music that way, but yeah, big fan of this song. Cool. Should we listen? Let's. To Jeffrey Dahmer. Um, it's called Fall Into You featuring Noah Harris. It's by Artie Ziff and we'll be back in a moment. Boys you kept forever All the 
That was Artie Ziff with Fall Into You featuring Noah Harris on the vocal. What is your next song for us? My next song is a new track uh, from Collarbones called Haunted. Excellent. Which is off their new record, which I believe is their fourth record. Yes. Um, it's Futurity. Huge. Futurity, is that yeah. how you say it? Yeah. It's, I love it. I love, I love those boys. I love everything <laughs> they do. Uh, yeah, I like discovered them... Obviously, like, as most people did through, like, the Flume remix of Turning, like, a little while ago. Um, And then realised that Travis, uh, one half of Collarbones, the Adelaide-based half of Collarbones, um, is, like, kind of, like, in my circle of friends in in Adelaide. Yeah. And I didn't, yeah, had been, like, bumping into him for months and didn't realise that he was, like, the Travis. I thought he was just Travis. (laughs) And I was like, oh, this is is lovely. Yeah. yeah, and it's just it's super cool. It's such a great track, such a great album. Um and yeah, they've really like just kind of like totally remade what Collarbones is. Yeah. Um yeah, I really love it. It's cool. I think that the the instrumental in this probably holds it together. Yeah. Um I am a fan of their vocals normally, but I feel like maybe they're like a tiny tiny bit weaker in this song, but I think that that pays merit to the instrumental being very simple. Yeah. And I like that it kind of forces back on that and lets you focus on that. Particularly the piano is really beautiful and yeah, I like the way that it's been structured. Yeah. Yeah. This is, uh, I think, I think my favorite songs off the record have been the singles so far. Yeah. And this is the highlight of the tracks that we haven't heard yet. So yeah, it's totally. Like the highlight of like the newer tracks that have like just kind of come through yeah. this last kind of like week or so. Um, yeah, but I mean, it's an incredible body of work. It for, is. Um, yeah, I mean, artists that have kind of like been around for quite a long time, like very involved in the community. Um, yeah. I think they master the kind of. <laughs> bless you. Sorry. <laughs> it's okay. Um, they master the kind of delicate uh, structuring of a song, like layering of a song. 
Yeah. Um, which, again, I don't think it's – and I'm not a musician, but that feels like it's not an easy thing to do because everything is so exposed that you put one thing wrong and it can throw the whole thing out. Whereas when you've got heaps of layers going on, you can kind of hide some things. Yeah, yeah. And I think it's uh, um, it's it's tricky as well. I mean, just talking from like my own kind of like producing and arranging, it's tricky as well trying to like take into account how things will be listened to. Mm. Like with headphones on or like full volume, you can focus and you can kind of like hear that kind of the dis- like distinguishing between like different elements at play and kind of hear the to and fro. Um, but that's totally different when, as soon as you take headphones out and you're listening in different environments. So yeah. I think it can, I think it's a really bold and a very kind of deliberate stylistic choice to go to something more delicate, mm. especially when like most people are listening on streaming platforms that are just like squashing everything down and kind of squashing the dynamics so much that you have to be so much more deliberate with those choices. Yeah. And I think that's why we're seeing a lot of artists now where the arrangements and the production is so extreme and it will like totally flip like, and you, you'll hear a song and there'll be like four different like tempo changes and totally different production flips. And it's like, you have to be so much more dramatic now because you, there's so much less nuance in the way people listen to things. Yeah. Um, so to hear a record like with like this, where there's so much, like so many dynamics and so much kind of like small contrasts and it's mm. not painting in black and white and you've really, and it's quite kind of complex in the arrangements. Uh, yeah, it's, it's quite rare. And it's, I think I, I really, really appreciate them doing this cause it's not a, it's not a, like a mass market move. Like it's no. not something you can put on a new music Friday on Spotify and kind of it fit like mm. it's it's quite different to that whole style of production. So, yeah, I mean, I hope it's incredibly successful for them. I can't wait to see it live. Yeah, um, they're playing. I think like starting their tour in like either end of this month or like next month or yeah, something. Yeah, I think but, so. Something like that. Yeah, I can't wait to see how it all unravels live. It's interesting you say that about the dynamics and things like that. Um, there are two other artists that jumped to mind when you said that. One was Angie McMahon and her yep. album was very much um, deliberate in the way that there were there were very, very quiet parts and very kind of big dynamics in it. But then also No Mono are very much like that as well and they probably would fit very well with Collarbones in terms of stylistically. But just in terms of the dynamic and things like that, those three kind of all fit that in their own way. Yeah. Um, it's interesting because those are all relatively recent releases, so maybe there's there are a few artists that are taking that risk as well. Yeah, I think I think we're kind of like, uh, and I mean, this is very like inside baseball kind of thing, but I think a lot of the things that people have looked to uh, as being success, so like getting radio play, getting on those kind of like top editorial Spotify playlists, I think they've kind of passed. I think the allure of those things have passed. And, um, I mean, a big sound, like, this last week, a lot of the overarching theme was, like, don't don't push for, like, those big Spotify playlists. Don't, like, do everything you can to stay away from, like, Triple J kind of thing because it's, like, it's not a, it's not a place where you can uh, showcase the kinds of things that will make you, like, long-term a mm. good artist. Like, being able to have, like, a... 10 minute, 20 minute, 30, 40 minute project that works as a whole. And that isn't just like a whole bunch of singles. Um, 
that's kind of like a lot more people are looking towards that as the sign of longevity rather than can someone have a single that can get on New Music Friday and get a million streams in a week and then nothing the week after. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, I think, I think like these kind of releases are definitely very forward thinking and definitely kind of a sign of what's to come. Mm. And I think it's, they're incredibly interesting and I think it's, um, a really interesting time for, especially like independent music coming out and, uh, having a little bit more, uh, like independence and, and kind of making those moves and being a lot more confident in them. Yeah, totally. Um, should we listen to the song? Sorry, we got the sure, bit sidetracked, totally. but let's listen to this. Amazing. Um, Haunted by Collarbones, and we'll come back in a tick. Thank you. 
Haunted by Collarbones from their new album, Futurity. I think I'm saying that right. Um, my next song is by a very, very talented singer-songwriter, Hannah Blackburn. Um, she's just released Tiny Car. She also showcased up at Big Sound and had a very good response, which is really exciting. Um, I think Hannah is a really outstanding songwriter, but it's her delivery and the emotion in her delivery that does the songwriting justice, I think. I think if someone else were to sing one of her songs, it wouldn't nearly have the effect because the words are one thing, but the way she, like, tears you apart with the delivery, it's a whole other thing. And we spoke about um, Did You Always Know, her last single, and how that just is so heartbreaking. This one follows it up, and it's not as devastating, but it's still as emotional, and it still hits you in a similar way. And I'm, I mean, I see Hannah every single day and she's a bright, chirpy person, but then all this comes out. It's just like, wow, you're feeling all that underneath. And it's, it's fascinating to me. Um, as someone who isn't a songwriter, I find it interesting the way some of those emotions get channeled out in a different way. Um, there's more of a full band to this one as well compared to, did you always know? And I think, Another really great thing about this song is despite it being a full band, despite there being a lot more going on, she's still able to cut through. And I think that's the sign of a really, really talented musician is whether it's just you and a guitar or whether it's you with 10 other people on stage, you are still the focal point. You still cut through. And I think there are a few artists around at the moment that can do that, um, but not many. Angie McMahon, who I've already mentioned, Alexander Biggs are probably the two that jump to mind for me. It's it's not an easy talent to have, and I think Hannah's really kind of starting to find her straps and get a bit of momentum. Sorry, my rant about Hannah. I saw her today. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I uh, I unfortunately wasn't able to catch one of her sets at Big Sound, um, but in all my meetings, I'm like asking everyone, like, who's been your highlight so far? Yeah, like, who who have you enjoyed? Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com/achieve today. 
been watching the most and her name was like mentioned every single time. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I think, I think it's that thing of, I mean, like I've, I've listened to her on Spotify and I'm like, this is, this is cool. But like then talking to people after seeing her shows, I'm like, I, I think it's, it's that experience of like seeing someone live and mm. then you associate the memory of seeing them live with when you listen back mm. later. Uh, and it's, uh, yeah, there's like not many artists who can like add that much that it can like change your mind on like hearing a recording and just adding all that context and all that uh I guess like body to yeah. to like a recording. It's yeah, yeah, super impressive. It's very cool. She's incredible. I always just want to give her a hug when I see her just cuz I'm like you're so sad, but she's <laughs> not this is just a way of expressing it, I guess. But yeah. um go Hannah. Um let's all be sad with her tiny car. This is Hannah Blackburn. We'll come back.
That was Tiny Car by Hannah Blackburn. You have one last song to chat to us about? Yes. Uh, so my last song is uh, What Are We Doing by Egoism, mm-hmm. uh, who are like uh, everything. They're like consuming <laughs> all of my headspace at the moment. And I'm like, yeah, I've like come back from Big Sound and I'm like trying to like get back into the swing of like writing music and stuff. And I just want to write music about how I like am in love with egoism. <laughs> and I'm not sure that's like especially compelling for people to like listen to. It's like, uh, yeah, I mean, I have been like internet friends with like Scout and Olive who are kind of the two public facing members of egoism. Yeah. Um, been like internet friends with them for a long time and um, like participated in them making fun of like Max Quinn on Twitter, which is one of my favorite things in the world. Um, yeah. And just, uh, just, uh, I mean, self-aware kind of shoegaze indie pop, like I'm obviously there for that. Like that's so my shit. Um, yeah. And like getting to like meet them at big sound and them being even somehow even lovelier IRL and then seeing their sets and just being, so blown away by how tight it is and it's just so cute and I just love it all so much. Um, And then, like, like, they played a few of their newer songs and uh, I have, like... I like filmed their second show. I filmed their second song. And then today I've like started recreating it in logic just so I can like keep listening to it. Cause I'm like, <laughs> I love it so much. And so it's, yeah. Hit me up if you want that unofficial egoism bootleg. <laughs> I have it and I love it so much. It's uh yeah. It's like, yeah. That voice memo on my phone is like my most listened to song at the moment. Wow. Uh, they're incredible. They're so lovely. Um, yeah, it's not it's not often I think that you come across a hype band that has substance. And I think that's like yeah, believe the hype. Like yeah. they're fucking phenomenal. Yeah. Yeah. So I met them months ago. They came in here. They sat where you're sitting um to do an interview for You should one have warned me before I sat down so I could like <laughs> prepare myself. Um yeah, they did an interview for one of the other shows on Play on Radio and they are genuinely very, very kind people. Yeah. Um, but other than that, their music is fucking great. And really this song, good. this song, I think, is my favorite that they've released. Same. Um, Same. I, I immediately got real '90s vibes from it, but also it would fit in like as the music in a scene of scrubs or something like that you know what i mean it's got that kind of feeling to it yeah i find it really hard to describe but i feel like like a travel scene in scrubs or something is a hundred percent where this song would fit i love that like adult contemporary is cool now yes yes adult contemporary it's cool to make like Coldplay music i guess but not saying yeah not saying that they're Coldplay. i'm just saying they're so much better than Coldplay. (laughs) fuck you chris martin um but just uh yeah it's just like it it's yeah it feels like a i don't know if it's i don't know if it's just because i'm like aging out of like teenage music but it feels like it's like okay and cool now to make like mature music that's Mm. for mature kind of people and not just like yeah, not just catering to, like, high school kids. Yeah, but it's also okay to like pop music now. And when I was in high school, it was not okay to like pop music. Yeah, so totally. So I think there's a big shift happening at the moment. Yeah. Um, when those vocals come in right at the start, that just kind of washes over you. Yeah. And completely... Like, I was... 
listening to this at work, actually, and I was doing something else while I had my headphones in, listening to a whole bunch of songs, and as soon as the vocal came in on this, I switched it back to look at what song it was and just kind of stare at the album artwork while I listened to it, whereas everything else I was doing other stuff in the background, but this I just focused fully on it as soon as that vocal hit in, and yeah, I'm a big fan of big fan of it, and the change in vocal as well because Olive starts singing and then it's Scout later on and yeah. all that sort of stuff. It's a very interesting song. Yeah. 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 Um, I think it's its charm is like in its nuance and mm. in like the little details and yeah, it's, I, I can't get enough of it. Heck yeah. Well, hopefully listeners can't either because we're going to play it now. See what I did there. This is called What Are We Doing? It's by Egoism.
That was What Are We Doing by Egoism. Uh, my final song for today, it's from a new album called Complex by Montaigne. I've chosen The Dying Song. It's my favourite off the album, which is a big call because it's an amazing album. Like, amazing album. Montaigne is a genius. I wrote that in big letters on the side of my notes. Yeah. I'll back, I'd co-sign that statement. Oh, she's a fuck. she's amazing. Yeah. Um, the operatic vocals that we all know Montaigne can bring us are there. But the instrumental I found is hyper-focused on showcasing the vocal in this. It's not just there as well. It's almost like it's crafted specifically to make you listen to the vocal harder. And you can't... I, I don't know what I'm saying, but big fan. Um, the Kind of there's that stunted melody, like almost stuttering throughout the chorus that again makes you listen really closely. It doesn't let you, like, get distracted from the song. It makes you, like, keep listening to what it's about. Yep. And it's a pretty, like, morbid... Um, it's called The Dying Song, but... It's very morbid. Yeah, the lyrics are very morbid, and it's almost like it's crafted so that you have to hear the lyrics. Yeah. Because so often you can listen to a song and not really take in any of the lyrics, but this makes you do it. I feel that on For Your Love as well. Yeah. Oh, my God, that song. The song doesn't make sense until you, like, listen to the lyrics. And then you listen to the lyrics and you're like, wow, this is, like, genius. This is galaxy brain level, like, songwriting. (laughs) (laughs) And and Ready, the the single right before the record came out, I think, or the one before that, um, the soaring vocal into the chorus is just amazing. Like yep. there's so much about this album that just shows how much Montaigne has in her kit that uh, she yeah. can throw at you. Like it's totally. unbelievable. Yeah. And it just, oh, I'm at lo- a loss for words. I've do- I did single out one lyric. Um, if I don't make it out of out alive, sing the song while everyone dies. Cool. I think that is, yep. God damn. Descriptive of the song as a whole. Yeah. I love this song so much. Um, But we'll hear it now because I'm losing my words here. Um, But definitely go and listen to the full full album. It's called Complex. The photo artwork is amazing. Go and listen to it. But this is called The Dying Song by Montaigne. We'll come back. you gave me today took your blessing and then i made my way hope the first challenge would be easy own gradecadry would you please me all the heartless on my blood all of the gods want to spit me out as cut if i don't make it out alive at least i'll see my undead wife what if i only got a single life what if i trip a fall upon my night what if the world is meant for doom and I'll do my best to destroy the crux And if I die, I guess it's your bad luck All the demons on my soul And it is as if I get a shitty roll If I don't 
called the dying song by montaigne you have a little story for us <laughs> yeah yeah so i uh i was in sydney maybe like a couple years ago now yeah uh and i was at this pub in i want to say newtown but it could have also not have been newtown <laughs> uh and we, i was at this pub with some friends after like a comedy night and we were all sitting at this table. We'd like walked in. My friends knew some people. So we all went and sat down or whatever. And I'm sitting there. I'm like, I don't fucking know anyone at this table. Uh, and I started talking to this person. Um, and we ended up talking about Harry Potter. Excellent. And we talked for like 45 minutes. And I'm like, this is a, like a damn good conversation about Harry Potter. We like, covered like the parks, covered like fan fiction. <laughs> we have like, we had the same, the same like Harry Potter fan fiction. And we like talked for all this time. And then my friend's like, all right, we're going now. And I was staying with them. So I'm like, all right, time to go. And then we went to leave and I doubled back and I was like, hey, I didn't catch your name. My name's Jack. It was lovely to meet you. Uh, and they were like, oh, my name's Jess. Like yep. I'll add you on Facebook. <laughs> Added her on Facebook. And I was like. Oh fuck, you're Montaigne. <laughs> and and she laughed and she said yes and I was like, Oh, I <laughs> love you. I love your work so much. And she was incredibly gracious. Uh and then I was very chilled and was like, I'm can I send you my demo? <laughs> And she said yes, and then she listened, and she, like, gave me lots of lovely feedback. That's amazing. Which, like, I don't think I listened to any of it, but it was, like, I appreciated that she gave it. Um, yeah, and then we've just kind of, like, stayed in touch loosely, and it's lovely. It, she's and she's amazing. 10 out of 10 person. Yeah. Yeah. Good real soccer good. player. Great. Better than me. Is Are you good at soccer? Nah. No. It's, it's a low bar. <laughs> I thought there was something that I was missing there, but no. No. No, no um, you picked up what I was putting down. <laughs> She's also in a moon boot at the moment, I think. 
Um, oh, I miss the moon boo. Not ideal. Um, her Instagram is very entertaining. But, yeah. Do you uh, listen to her podcast? No. Insane in the Montane? <laughs> I'm pretty sure that's the name of it. That's Otherwise, excellent. I've just created I'm the best a name. Big fan. I'm pretty sure that's the name. Yeah, it's great. Um, she So, for another play on radio show, um, I, say it, but I, I see it, but I don't believe it. We had Broden from Auntie Donna in. Lovely. She's done a lot of stuff yeah. with Auntie Donna as well. So she's yep. got her finger in a lot of pies, I think. She does. Um, very works s- very hard. Yep. Yeah. Anyway, um, that has been all of our songs for Australian Jams today. We, it was over so quickly. It, it feels like it has been. Yeah. Um, thank you so much for coming. Thanks for having me. Is there anything you want to plug? Um, I'm playing in a couple weeks' time with Teen Jesus and the Gene Teasers. Heck yes. Favourite band name, favourite band most wholesome management. It, all of it's lovely. Whereabouts is that? Uh, Yaya's on, uh, <laughs> on Smith Street. Do you have the date in, of the uh, time? September 21st. Oh, that's... I reckon. Um, I can confirm it right now. But I reckon that's... I reckon I've got a hunch it's correct. That's two days after my birthday. Well, I mean, you could come have a late birthday celebration. I've been mentioning my birthday on the past three episodes and I had to get it in there, so... Huge. Really, yeah. Huge. We love to see it. Um, because Raya Park is playing on the 20th okay. at the Grace Darling. Cool. And Fields, love his it. record comes out on the 20th as well. That's a solid birthday week for you. Yeah. Last year on my birthday, Kira Peru released a record. So I've been doing What are the well. chances of that happening again? I don't think it's going to happen again, but yeah, I'm sure something will come We've probably left it out. a bit late this year yeah. for her to get an album done, a record done <laughs> Just for my birthday. birthday. But you um, never know. We'll see what happens. We I remember a few years ago, Orphans Orphans released their record on my birthday as well. Cool. Um, it's a good time of year. Yeah. I, I can't promise that I'll ever release a record <laughs> on your birthday. Uh, also, footy finals, which have <laughs> made you sad. But um, footy finals are on. Everyone go and watch lots of football. Um, or not. You're shaking your head. <laughs> um, <laughs> I have a complicated relationship with the <laughs> AFNL. <laughs> um. But thank you so much for coming. Everyone go and listen to Together. Do you yes, mind please. if we play that out? Sure. Today, excellent. Sure, go for it. Um, I will link everyone to Wolf J's social media. What's the best way to find information? Uh, to find information would be like Facebook. But to chat to, be to entertained, Twitter. entertained. Twitter. Instagram. Instagram. To like uh, get a peek behind the curtain <laughs> at how angry I am most of the time. Probably Twitter. <laughs> Twitter's my favorite yeah, as well. Yeah. And if you want to see me very confused, TikTok. Oh, that's Wolf a J thing? underscore just the letter J. Yep. I don't even I'm know. I'm about it. it. I'm all about it. Uh, my highlight of Big Sound was Olive from Egoism in a burger shop um, filming a TikTok uh, and making uh, some Satanists who were trying to order their burgers so uncomfortable they left the burger <laughs> restaurant. <laughs> That's great. What is TikTok? I'm old, TikTok by the way, if you can't like, tell. It's like a, a viral video sharing service. Uh, is it just like Vine? It's kind of like Vine, but it has like a lot of really cool little like interactions built in. So if someone does a video, you can like do a duet and like kind of like, yeah, there's a lot of cool little things happening. And My face yeah. right now is showing how old I am. That's not okay. understanding it. That's all right. I won't hold it against you. Just find TikTok's me on Twitter because I'm old. But and I think the best thing about TikTok is there's uh, there's like no rules for it. So there's like heaps of like very like 
uh, audacious content on there at the moment. But I think it's uh, my favorite. My favorite TikTok account is this farmer in the UK who runs a farm for like rescue animals. And he films every morning him going up and like opening the barn doors and all the animals running out for the day. It's incredible. He has like geese, he has kittens, he has chickens, he has some emus. Amazing. It's all happening. There's some puppies. It's so great. And it's like every morning I open it up and I just watch the TikToks of like, and he knows all their names. It's like, there's, there's Boris. And they're all just like running out. And it's like, this is great. Uh, this is all like, all I can need. And he's gotten so big now that people come and visit him. Yeah, this artist went and like did like an acoustic sessions in the barn and the geese were getting in on it. it That's so your great. dream, right? I mean, it, I mean, it'd be in, uh, not in the UK. Oh, I thought you said US. In UK, the UK. He's in the UK. Yeah. I mean, you could still do it. Yeah, you know, Brexit. <laughs> Brexit. We've gone through murder. We've gone through pandas. We've gone through cover a lot of ground. TikTok and now Brexit. This is this is this how you content. (laughs) Think about your SEO. It's going to be so good this week. Oh my god! I don't even have time to think about SEO. (laughs) Thank you for listening to Australian Gems. Thank you for being a guest. This song leading us out is called Together. It's by Wolf J. Make sure you check out the next episode of Australian Jams. It's the 50th, so I've got something a little bit special planned. In the meantime, keep listening to Plan Radio and keep listening to Wolf Jay's music. Fuck yeah.
Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.